0: series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So
1: Sophie, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Sophie, also known as Sophie's Munch, and I love food. That is what I'm known for. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) and everyone if you haven't already checked out Sophie's food blog you need to immediately because it is so so beautiful thank you what about some food questions yes let's get on to the munch. exactly so what did you have for supper last night oh for dinner last night I had I had a goat's cheese and beetroot ravioli by Delugio they um they do this range at Waitrose it's delicious um and I pimped up with some lemon um, some parmesan oh and figs I added figs in there which is really delicious that sounds amazing so so easy as well because it's you know pre-made but then good to pimp it off a bit absolutely okay so what was your favorite kind of food while you were growing up Oh as a kid I was so greedy so uh, everything but especially lasagna I would always gobble that up Um, and I wasn't that fussy as a child I was quite adventurous but lasagna always held my heart a classic for a reason Mm. okay so what is your current favorite kind of food That is the hardest question, because I'd have to say everything. (laughs) Mm, I'd probably say pasta. Anything to do with pasta. Yeah. Whether it be a kind of a pesto or a tomato sauce kind of base. Um, I'm veggie, so anything veggie as well, even like a vegetarian carbonara. um, I love it. So probably pasta in any shape or form.
0: Great answer. I'm also a big pasta fan and I do think and I have done I would eat pasta every day I ate pasta every day for oh. a week
1: it wasn't it Did wasn't you? a chore <laughs> no it wouldn't be <laughs> what do you think your favorite pasta shape is Ooh, oh such a hard question um I really don't know probably tagliatelli. um oh yeah I'm down with that I think it's also spaghetti. rigatoni yes or or bucatini the the kind of um spaghetti that has a hole in that really holds onto sauce that's so good you know what's going to happen after this we're going to have pasta for lunch oh yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) okay so what is your current favorite
0: place or restaurant to eat at
1: that's another hard one um, especially so I've just graduated from uni mm. especially now having that time I do try and eat out as much as I can um, yeah trying to find new places to go Um one of my all-time favorites is a restaurant in Italy in Positano called La Cambuesa and it's just on the waterfront and it is so dreamy to just be having a plate of pasta so it's all Italian based, but that is my that's my <laughs> lovers. Um, but somewhere in the UK that I love, that I think needs more recognition, is a place in Brighton. It's called Chin Chin, and I've that is of that. some of the most yeah some of the most incredible food I've ever had. They also have a restaurant in London, um, but it's like they try and kind of revolutionise Italian food, so adding a modern twist. Um, I mean, I was there the other day, and I had pear ketchup which I think is so cool Um, yeah I know pear ketchup that's amazing oh so delicious they're definitely going on my list if they're not already on there Mm, thank you for that okay so what kind of food do you used to dislike and now you do like um I used to hate mint really I really used to hate it yeah, and couldn't have it in anything. But now, I think just growing up, I love it. I love a minty um, or rocket as well, I used to hate. Really? I mean, I guess
0: they are quite bold flavours. Okay,
1: so what is your current favourite vegetable? Ooh, that's a hard question, being a veggie. I live on vegetables. Um, but I'd have to say, I think an aubergine comes out on top. I love I love how versatile aubergines are, whether you can have it as a miso aubergine or kind of a parmigiana or even caponata. That's another favourite. I love caponata, um, but definitely aubergine or spinach as well. Love both.
0: They are some of my favourites too. Absolutely. I love aubergine parmigiana. That is so delicious. Mm. Also, I don't, I can't remember the recipe and it's going to annoy me that I
1: can't remember it, but that I remember we used to do these aubergines. I might be from Perjana, the cookbook, um, but it was, they were really, really um, sticky sesame seeds and pomegranate
0: molasses, aubergine Mm. slices, fried, pan fried, and they were so delicious. I will have to find it.
1: Amazing. It was so good. That, I will find it. <laughs> that sounds like Nottelengi kind of vibe. He also loves, always does um, aubergines in his dishes. Yes, I think it might be. I don't know. I will. I will find it and I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll make it. Okay. So, in your opinion, what is the most overrated food? Honestly, I think I think it's sourdough. Really? Yeah. I just I get it's lovely it's really nice especially with a little bit of avocado on toast with some eggs but it's everyone braves about it and it is just bread I love bread but it is just bread <laughs> and, it's, and it tastes a bit like beer a bit yeasty which is fine. fair point fair point I'm not going to fight you on it I think that's a very valid answer <laughs> to be fair we all went a bit mad for sourdough in lockdown didn't we so it's definitely overdone now Oh, that, that's the thing. Everyone was making sourdough, doing their sourdough starters. I mean, did you did you make sourdough? I did. Did you? I didn't because oh. I really wasn't here for it. I wasn't here for the hype. <laughs> <laughs> but did you make banana bread? Oh, yeah, of course. The dark chocolate <laughs> in I had Yes. Tin. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I, I don't know why people weren't making it before. I know, but I think it was quite nice how everyone did stick together in a way, making things like um, sourdough, although I wasn't part of that clan, and (laughs) banana bread. Definitely stuck us all together. Definitely. Okay, so what do you think is an underrated food? Mm, This is a hard one. I mean, a personal underrated thing is I love mini cheddars. I don't think anyone... (laughs) It's, they're not hyped about enough. They're my favourite crisp. They're so cheesy and just a little perfect kind of cheesy hits if you need one. Um, underrated. I mean, I'd go maybe for a, a herb like tarragon. Tarragon's one of my favourite herbs to use because it's so delicate, but I feel people don't use it enough um, in cooking or adventurous with it. I mean, I I sometimes pair it with... Fruit, also peaches, for example, and some honey and kind of lemon, and it's beautiful. That sounds delicious. Mm, it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that. I think we use tarragon with a lot of chicken dishes, but I guess yeah. as a veggie, you obviously
1: wouldn't do that. So you'd have to mm. use it for different recipes, very interesting ways. I, I mean, yeah, that's very true. No one really talks about tarragon, do they? yeah exactly i'm gonna be thinking about that now be like who's using it mm. well you you're using it that's good yeah sophie's munch loves her tarragon <laughs> okay so who is your current favorite chef Ooh. i i've got two who are my current favorites because it's Hard to choose. Agreed. So Sophie Wide Weib- um, who is Mob Kitchen's head chef, absolutely. Her, everything she makes is so delicious. Um, and I've been really, yeah, following her for a few years now, just trying to see how she comes up with her recipes. It's so, so inspirational. Um, and she trained at Leith's Cookery School, where I did a little course at as well. No and way. Then went on, yeah, um, and then went on to work at Tasty and then obviously now is working at Mob. Um, but I love that career path. It's amazing how she's just kind of, yeah, influencing food even and being an influencer herself. Um, and it always gives my food Instagram and food a lot of inspiration. Um, and another chef I love, he's called um, Julius Roberts, also known as Telltale Food on Instagram. And he's really kind of inspirational, showing the kind of sustainable aspect of food. So um, self-sources everything and grows everything on a farm in Dorset. Wow. Um, I'd love, yeah, I'd love to do that and just kind of pack up and go to Dorset. But alas, I shall not. Um, (laughs) But he makes loads of really, really focuses on kind of encapsulating british cuisine and being sustainable making the most of what you've got self-sourcing but then also makes a amazing pasta i love his pasta recipes
0: well thank you for that i fully agree if you've listened to any
1: other podcasts or been on any of my social media sites you will see that i'm a massive mob fan i don't shut up about mobs so i fully agree with the recommendation of Sophie um if you saw me looking in a different direction it's because on my shelf I literally have three mob cookbooks with me um (laughs) but yes
0: I I love mob so I fully agree and I think I'd heard of the other chef but I'm definitely going to follow them after this
1: yes check him out and also listeners check him out too he's really really great links for everything will be in the show notes so just have a look
0: Okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? Ooh, um,
1: a recent cookbook that I have got is it's called Bitter Honey by Latika Clark. And it's amazing. It's so, so beautiful. Um, it's just made me want to just live in Sardinia. It, kind <laughs> of fo- it focuses on Sardinian cuisine and i mean the photography is incredible all the recipes are beautiful as well and it's really lovely because each kind of recipe has such a family kind of historical value to it um and talks about how she herself moved to sardinia for i think it was two years and just lived there, um, lived and ate like a sardinian um the dream the dream the dream getting me to sardinia You
0: know what will happen is in a few
1: years we'll just be like ah, Sophie's in Sardinia. (laughs) Well, that is the plan. I do want to go live in Italy, Um, especially in my gap year now, trying to figure out what I'm doing. But food is always food's always on the mind. So you gotta you gotta go with what you love. I like travel and food. I cannot wait to see all of that. I can't wait. Come visit everyone. Come visit. Come visit Sophie's (laughs) lunch in Italy absolutely okay controversial question which is your favorite ring on the hob oh I think it's the mid it's the middle one for me yeah right there in the middle the most powerful we have an induction hob so that does I don't know if I love it as much I do prefer gas because then you can have this kind of more control yeah Um, but definitely the middle the power
0: great choice Great choice. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Okay, now for the final meal questions. Ooh,
1: that is a really tricky one. Right. Okay. So, it's
0: your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So, what is your starter or starters of choice?
1: Okay, so to start, I'm going to be having... Probably two balls of burrata. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I'll have some bread on the side. Probably not sourdough. Yeah. I think some focaccia would be great. Oh yeah. Another starter, I've I've got to have some some fresh tomatoes, I think. Just kind of make it a bit more lighter. And I also think a a bowl of, I was going to say pesto, maybe basil oil so I can dip the focaccia in. Yeah, Um, and all of that together is an Italian heaven. Absolutely, Italian starter. That's what I want.
0: Any other starters apart from that epic
1: one? Oh, I I might have to have a little bit more. I might have. I might have a bowl of pasta as well. Just you know, like a little little something like they do in Italy. You know, they they have a they have lasagna as a starter. So I would have probably um, pasta alla norma. And that's another aubergine dish That's my starter. Fabulous choices. And what are you having to drink with the starters? Oh, um, that has to be paired with an Aperol spritz, I think. be criminal not to. Yeah, it would be. It really would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you having for your main or mains of choice? Now, I always like to eat kind of similar things as a kind of a starter for things to go. But I think... If this was my last meal, I could eat anything. Yeah, I think I'd have maybe a paneer paneer dal. So a little bit of Indian food going on. Yeah, Um, gotta gotta have a pushwari naan. Agreed. On the side, Um, I think I also eat. I do eat fish, so I think sea bass will be great. I love sea bass with carrigan. That would be. Really appreciated. Um, I think pizza. I've got to have some pizza that in there. What else? Well, just any... I, honestly, it's a hard question because I just would eat everything. <laughs> if I had the chance to, so I would eat everything. Oh, a pie. have got to have a pie there. What kind of pizza and what kind of pie? Um, a goat's cheese, red onion, spinach pizza. That's my favourite. Love that. Delicious. They do pizza express no it's a chain but did love the la pandana one I think that they did um and then what did I say (laughs) you said a pie oh I said a pie I would have I mean the other day I made oh and then my pie flavor I the other day I made a chicken a fake chicken vegan pie with my boyfriend And that was incredible. And I would probably have that for forever. That was amazing. So a vegan chicken pie. How did you make that? Was it with uh, jackfruit? No, we used um, fake vegan chicken. So it's from, Ah. I think, the vegetarian butcher... Does this amazing chicken called What the Pluck? If you're okay. vegan and you're missing a chicken substitute, um, try it because it's amazing. I'm I'm never I've never really been that mad about meat substitutes, but that tastes amazing. Oh, good recommendation. Okay, any other mains? Um, I mean, I could chuck another pasta dish in there. I think you should. I could. Yeah, I think I just think a simple pesto pasta. Yeah, kale kale pesto pesto I made the recipe of other day for a kale uh, pesto and it's amazing so I'd have that, and that as well please
0: amazing again I just I
1: save so And this is not this is this is probably quite cringe I save so many of your recipes they're just in my recipe <laughs> file I'm like I'm going to make that <laughs> oh thank you no I love to I love to hear people like the food that I make because obviously I love it. um especially when i i don't know if you had this but when you first started your account you know it was such a scary thing mm. and i thought people are think going to think i'm weird being in love with food but i don't care i'm i'm here for it and i'm going to shout it out as loud as i can sophie's munch she loves the all the, the best munch. people are in love with food in my opinion yeah. i get scared when people aren't in love with food i'm like oh. ah yeah. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, you know, it, it's hard with with food. You know, it can be you can yeah. have hard relationships with yeah. it. But I think food is really the just so good for you. It's good for you, good for your soul. It keeps you breathing and living. And I also think food is just the best way to show someone that you love them. You know, if you Agreed. make something for someone, um, it really shows that kind of care and empathy that you have. Definitely brings people together, especially my friends and family. Yes, especially my mum. Just growing up, she was—I think she's the reason why I love food. Same um, with me. because she'd she'd always put so much effort into things. And I'm also half Polish, so we had loads of kind of food, customs with our kind of Polish heritage, but with food, um, and that was just really special. Just it brings everyone together. That's so lovely. I'm sorry, I sidetracked you then. And what drink That's are you right. having with your mains? Oh gosh, what drink? I think I think it's got to be a daiquiri, and it's got to be a mango daiquiri. Oh, I had a ma- Yeah, I had a mango daiquiri in Barcelona. Well, I had a few, if I'm actually honest. <laughs> and um, they're amazing. I just love that little hit, and also with a bit of mint. Now that uh, I love mint, it's Spanish. Good cocktails are dangerous (laughs) they are lethal they are lethal um and you know what if i can have as many drinks as i can i'll have a bit of sangria on the side. absolutely Um, keep it spanish yeah (laughs) absolutely okay so what are you having for your side or sides of choice oh so i i did mention nans. some fried nans to dip um if I'm going to have a dog I, I think some onion barge would be good definitely a few onion bhaji's um also made that the other day if you want to check out a really easy recipe go on my Instagram really delicious um I think I think with the sea bass maybe um maybe a hollandaise kind of kind of sauce um that could go well Ooh, oh oh I know I want some chips please Please. What kind of chips? Oh, I think it's just sweet potato fries. Classic. Oh, and another side that is amazing, and if you haven't tried them, do. I had a... I had at cavanara Hall, I think it's called, in Shoreditch. I had stuffed fried olives with goat's cheese. And they were incredible. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it on the menu. I just... Just, wow. They were amazing um that sounds like heaven they, they, it was incredible I just couldn't stop eating them I should have I wish I'd ordered someone taken away with me <laughs> um yeah I think I think a garlic bread couldn't couldn't miss you know little, little garlic bread situation absolutely I you know what anything can be I just love love carbs I love them I think they are fab so I I fully agree I fully agree. We're on the menu, same wavelength. Your menu so far sounds amazing. I mean, <laughs> totally here for it. Okay, any other sides? I think I think we're good on the sides. I think we're good on okay. the sides. The mains are kind of taking the, the main show there. And what drink are you having with your sides? Drink with my sides? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm not normally here for fizzy drinks, but... I do, you know, on holiday, on holiday, a little Fanta lemon, lemon Fanta, amazing. I have so I think a Fanta would be great. Good plan. Okay, so what are you having for your pudding or puddings of choice? Now, pudding is that's a hard one because I could have a lot. I really Agreed. could have a lot. So we're going to start with a trifle. Okay, nothing like a, a British trifle. Yeah. Um. Then I think a chocolate tart, like a dark chocolate, even even a tart, even a dark chocolate tart, would be great. Um, got to have some ice cream in there, so maybe a pistachio gelato. Um, what else? I've got a, a pastry. Got to have a pastry in there. Panera's Yeah. Um, oh, in in bitter honey in that new cookbook that I've got. They. Um, and atina makes this amazing apricot frangipan um i think it's a tart so that would be on my list as well anything else just love everything <laughs> lots of gelato. lots of gelato. i love i love ice cream and would you narrow that down to particular flavors or would you just say all of them oh um pistachio pistachio is just top top tier I'm obsessed with pistachio oh in pool I had I went to pool in the summer and I had a fig and honey uh, gelato and that was incredible so more of that please um a cherry I love cherry cherry gelato is amazing and chocolate of course but I have a bit of chocolate
0: sounds fantastic any other puddings or or is that
1: it I think that's it or maybe maybe some truffles on the side, a dark chocolate truffle.
0: Has to be done. Mm. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your puddings? Ooh,
1: I think hot chocolate. I think go out with a bang. Um, yeah. Hot chocolate, amazing with some oat milk. Dark hot chocolate. I went to this amazing place in Rye called. Um, ops Snoopsscoops Oh yeah um, And it was incredible. You could choose your percentage of hot chocolate. Um, so I went for, I went for 64, 64 percent, so it was a little bit milky, a little bit dark, um, but really, really good.
0: Um, I don't know if you follow her, Emmy, the hot holic. she is an amazing blogger and she is a hot chocolate blogger.
1: Really? She's, oh, I love
0: that. And she's been on the podcast and she's
1: telling me all about knoops, and she has their cookbook as well. And it's just wow. she was showing me pictures whilst we were on the Zoom call. And I was like, this <laughs> is amazing. So have another recommendation for them. Yeah, if you haven't tried it, just go. I think they have a few branches everywhere. So if you have one in a city near you, try it because it's amazing. You can, you can really choose whatever uh, hot chocolate hits your fancy. Thank you for that. And so will you be partaking in a cheese board? Of course I will be.
0: Uh, I will well, be
1: yeah. having yeah. I I will be having a cheese board, um, and I'll be having camembert that melted yeah. with breadsticks, with breadsticks and a bit of rosemary and garlic. Has I to be think done. a bit of, I think a bit of brie. Yeah, um, wensleydale with cranberry is amazing, and then on the side just to have a bit of a balance i'd like some grapes and figs and crackers i was going to say is it a mixture of crackers and bread or one of each or you know i think yeah i think it's french bread and then Mm. some oat cakes that's me
0: and do you put butter on the crackers or do you just have cheese and cracker
1: i think just cheese But maybe butter on the side, because I would like to be sharing this meal with someone because (laughs) it's too good. Um, Yeah, absolutely. You can have it with me if you like butter on the the side, have it. (laughs) Yeah, no, to be fair, everything you've said so far, apart from the sea bass, I'm here for just because I'm not not a fish Do you not like sea bass? No fish? Not really, no. Oh, well, that's fine. We can just we can pretend it's not there. There's so much to choose from. You can have the dough and the pasta and pizza as well. Um, I'm just I don't know if you do this. Every time someone says their final meal, I see the different courses in different places. Oh, yeah. So when you were saying about all these different countries, I was like, okay, so we're in Italy for starters, and we're in Sardinia for Mains, and we're yeah. we've gone back to Italy for um, pudding. It was amazing. Anyway, yeah. What drink are you having to end the whole meal, the whole thing? Whole meal. Oh, you know what? I just think end with a bang, and I think have a shot of tequila. Solid choice. Yeah. well and also, not to be greedy, but I think a glass of prosecco to celebrate my last meal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for telling me your final meal. It was amazing. Oh, it's okay. I hope you can join me with my final meal. I hope so. (laughs) Okay, now for biscuit of the week. So what biscuits have you been eating this week? Oh, no, I hate to disappoint, but I haven't had any. But (laughs) but I will tell you what I would have had if I had them. Um, A dark chocolate digestive. You can't go wrong. Classic.
0: And what do you rate a dark chocolate digestive out of 10
1: oh it's a 10 obviously it's a 10
0: would you say that's your favorite biscuit
1: um not my favorite but you know top tier i'd say gary you know gary baldies yeah the the squash squash flies as everyone calls them they're my i love them they're quite dry but they are really lovely
0: they're really nice and what do you rate those out of 10 just 11 (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, 50 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Ooh, um, yes. So I live in Kent. There's loads of lovely kind of independent foodie places here, but especially there is a restaurant and also a kind of a, not a garden centre, but a garden kind of reservoir. um, And it's called Water Lane. And they make kind of seasonal food, depending on kind of what they're growing. And it's really lovely. Yeah, it's really sustainable, which I think is a really good kind of message, especially in um, the 21st century, to be aware of kind of what we're eating and being seasonal. So I'd say definitely check Waterlane out if you're in Hawke, in Haulker. Absolutely. And as I keep saying, I say this every episode, but one day I'm going to have to publish this massive list of all these different places I get recommendations for. Because as soon as I go somewhere else, I have so many recommendations and it's fab. It's like I went to Edinburgh the other week and I didn't even have to research anything because people had just told me all these different places. That's amazing. I think, you know what I think you should do? You should do a map. Of the, all the places you need to go, and then yeah. pinpoint it, especially for your listeners as well. They they can then be like, oh, we went there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, do you have any other um, local shout outs, or just that lovely one? Um, in in Brighton, there is a really lovely um, gelateria called Gelato Gusto, um, and if you're ever in Brighton, I'd always say to go there because they do amazing ice cream. Um, but I think that's it. I think I'm I'm very much kind of love independent businesses. You know, there's so many chains out there. You know, I did mention Pete's Express earlier. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to say like I hate it, but I would always go to Pete's Express when I was younger with my grandma because that was just the easy thing to do and that's holds so many fond memories but I think it's also so lovely to support independence especially after lockdown so if you can eat out an independent if you can eat out an independent do it support your locals absolutely that's why I love this part of the podcast because I get to find out more independent businesses yeah yeah I'd also say other places. So I went to university at Bristol and there are amazing independents. So a a cafe called East Village, um, that's a vegan cafe. Um, Also Primrose Cafe is amazing. Um, Bristol's food scene is incredible. So if you're ever in Bristol, check out, especially check out East Village. I love it. Absolutely. Totally recommend. I mean, I've only been there a few times because I did my undergrad in Cheltenham. So I used to go every now and again. Um, So, yeah, I completely agree.
0: Bristol is a great place for food. Mm.
1: Okay, so where can people find you? You can find me on Sophie's Munch on Instagram. (laughs) Absolutely. And it will be in the show notes. And I'll be talking about this episode on every social media platform. So you won't miss it and everyone check out Sophie's food blog because it's amazing oh thank you so much well thank you so much for being on the podcast I've loved every minute of it and I will
0: hopefully speak to you soon thank you speak to you soon thanks for listening bye bye how fabulous was that episode with Sophie I Absolutely loved chatting about all her food favorites, especially her final meal. That was amazing. I loved how we went to so many different places and she just picked the most gorgeous food. I mean, I know every week I am obsessed with certain things guests say, but I was very impressed with Sophie's final meal. And as I said before, if you have not already given Sophie a follow on Instagram, You 100% need to because she is fabulous. All of her recipes look amazing and all of her content is just so beautiful. So, you need to give her a follow. And her um, Instagram is SophiesMunch and it will be linked in the show notes. And if you have not found them from the show notes, it will be plastered all over the podcast Instagram. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. I hope you enjoyed it almost half as I enjoyed recording it. It was so lovely to chat to Sophie, as I've already said, however many times. She's just a fabulous human. And yes, I am very grateful that this episode happened. And I'm very grateful for my lovely listeners who may be listening right now. If you would like to hear more, of the podcast um why not subscribe on your favorite podcast playing platform because then you get a new episode every week in your inbox which i think is quite fun and if you are new to the podcast there are several episodes that you may have not heard so far Um, so if you would like to listen back there's quite a big back catalog for you to listen to if you would like to obviously If you would like to see more from me and the podcast social media, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok? Um, Because you will get to see all of the recommendations from that week and you will be the first to know who the guest is that week. And really, it's just, a, it's just quite fun on the Instagram, to be fair, um, if I do say so myself so check that out if you'd like to if you have enjoyed this episode and you've enjoyed the podcast as a whole um if you could leave any kind of review preferably a lovely one but either way if you could leave a review that would be fabulous because that helps more people find out about the podcast and if you feel like telling a friend about the podcast you listened to today that would also be so, so lovely of you. So thank you in advance. Anyway, I think I have talked your ear off long enough. Um, so I hope you are having a fantastic day whilst you're listening to this, whatever the time, whatever the date, I hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, I hope you're going to have some lovely food today. I hope you've already had some lovely food depending on what time you're listening to this. I hope you are in a good, a good vibe. You're living your best life. And even if you're not, I hope you're enjoying this episode. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much again for listening and I will speak to you very soon. So bye. baker podcast maker the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat